Welcome to Healing America with Dr. Jim White. Jim has been investing, coaching executives, and turning around companies for over 30 years. Now your host, Dr. Jim White. Hello, this is Jim White, and welcome to Healing America. This is our episode number six, and uh, this evening we're going to continue to talk about uh, my latest book that we released, Broken America, and uh, and uh, and just talk about some uh, current events, if, if you will. Uh, the show's going to be a little different this evening, but we're so pleased that uh, you're joining us, and uh, from wherever you may be, and for all of our regular viewers, thank you very much for your uh, your participation and your support, and uh, and I don't know about you, but I am tired. <laughs> I am tired. I I am I am tired. I'm just absolutely exhausted uh, to uh, all of the events that's occurring around the country these days, uh, the political uh, environment. Uh, our, uh, you know, I'm, I know I'm going to get myself in deep trouble this evening, uh, and which, uh, which I, I, I wished I didn't have to, <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's really very interesting that uh, we have, uh, we have such a, uh, challenging situation, uh, uh, t- t- today and, uh, and, and then, uh, it's, it's really, really, really challenging. So what we're going to do is uh, see if we can uh, get our guests. So as you know, we do this show live every Tuesday, and sometimes technology doesn't uh, doesn't do us justice all the time. But we're going to try this evening because we have a very special guest joining us this, uh, this afternoon, or I should say this evening, and uh, that is Reverend. Uh, hello, hello. I'm Reverend Johnson. So good evening, sir. How are you? You there, Robert uh, Johnson? Robert Johnson, are you there? Robert Johnson. Okay, we're having uh, we're having some uh, difficulties here, so hopefully we can get those uh, straightened out, and uh, so we could get our uh, guests to uh, join us. Uh, so we're going to continue if we can uh, get the technical issues. Uh, out because we 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 have uh, Robert Mitchell Johnson to be our guest this evening, and uh, so hopefully we can get him on. But I'm going to continue uh, to uh, uh, talk about uh, the the current events, and uh, it's it's really as I said, uh, it's just exhausting me. I don't know about you. I don't know what I can say any more than uh, that the 24 news stations are not saying or haven't said. Uh, but Broken America, uh, the, the book, uh, the, the 10 guiding principles to restore America. I'll hold it up here. 10 guiding principles to restore America. I have been looking at this. I've uh, been carrying it around ever since we released it. And uh, I, will, I will turn to it and I say, ma'am, will these 10 guiding principles help us restore America? And I know last week uh, we, we talked a little bit about, uh, a little bit about the book. And, uh, and, and it's really, uh, we, we talked about the vision and we talked about leadership. We talked about truth seeking. Uh, we talked about courage. We talked about integrity. We talked about tolerance and equality. We talked about integrity. 
Uh, we talked about uh, respect. Uh, we talked about patriotism, uh, capitalism, and, and compromise. All of those particular things. So, and since we're continuing to have uh, technical difficulties with uh, Robert Johnson, and, uh, and uh, I'm, I'm just going to dig right into what's on my mind this evening, and uh, I'm going to start with uh, with uh, uh, leadership. Leadership, like I said, I, I, I would be remiss if, if I did not uh, uh, share my concern uh, for the country and my concern for the lack of leadership that we constantly see from uh, President Donald Trump. And uh, I don't know about you, uh, but if you have been following uh, recent days and uh, before I uh, go too much further, uh, this illness, this COVID-19 is a serious situation. And I think everybody around the globe rec recognizes that. It is not to be taken lightly. It is deadly, it is deadly. And I don't know why it's such a challenge for us to simply say, please just <laughs> do one thing. And uh, that is uh, wear a mask. Uh, I know, wear a mask, uh, wash your hands, social distance, uh, be respectful of your fellow Americans. And, uh, and let's help us get this thing under control. Uh, watching the, uh, uh, Dr. Falke uh, and uh, talking about uh, that we need to get our numbers down and get control of this, and especially as we're going into the, um, the winter season. Um, to me, it's, it's concerning. But more importantly <clears throat> than uh, what we're not doing, or I should say equally as important, is how the President of the United States is is absolutely uh, absolutely being so irresponsible uh, when he checked himself into Walter Reed Hospital and uh, started his treatment. Uh, we should all be concerned, or I know I was concerned because we only have one president at a time, right? One president at a time, and uh, and and I'm concerned uh, for for our presidents. I. I wish them nothing the best, and because this is still the greatest nation on the earth. But at the same time, the lack of leadership uh, coming from this this president is just appalling, especially appalling for uh, for a veteran, uh, specifically for someone that has um, uh, volunteeredly uh, put on the uniform and served proudly. Uh, which I did in Vietnam in the mid-60s, uh, two tours, uh, proudly, and to be able to, as many years later, 50 years later, I never thought I would see an administration as so irresponsible as the current administration that we have in the White House. This is probably going to continue to sound like a, 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 a political ad, right? Uh, not intended to, other than, other than say that I don't think we have any choices. We got clear choices that we must make, I should say, and that is on November the third, what twenty-eight days from now, that we show up to the polls and we send the overwhelming, overwhelming message to Donald Trump that he is leadership, his kind of leadership, his lack of leadership is no longer, no longer needed, and he must depart so we can start to heal. Um, uh, Vice President Biden uh, and his running mate, uh, Senator Harris, uh, I think they are our only choice, in my, in my opinion. 
And you've heard me say many times that I, uh, I am not 100 uh, percent in alignment with uh, everything that the Democrats uh, say or do or their platform or their policies. I'm, I'm not. We got a lot of improvements that we need to make. However, I can say with confidence, without a doubt in my mind, that Joe Biden will help us to start heal, start healing and, and start going, as he says, to the soul of the nation. I believe that to my core. I believe that we must, we must, we must support and do everything we can to get Joe Biden elected uh, and stand on that uh, podium or wherever it may be in uh, January of 2021 and take the oath of office and go into that Oval Office and that White House that we are seeing uh, on in all the news station that's become this hotbed of COVID-19 and to be able to uh, see the irresponsible behavior from all of the uh, staffers for the most part. I just was listening before we went live that none of the staffers are incorporating with CDC guidelines as far as contact tracing. And I think we can see, go back to the events at the Rose Garden when the President uh, Trump uh, trotted out his nominee to shove down everybody's shove it in their face that we're going to hell of high water, if you will, uh, get this nominee uh, in, in front and Mitch McConnell going to do all the votes and uh, make this happen with 30 days left. And look what's happened. You see the images, you see the images of everybody uh, sitting in that uh, uh, in, in the Rose Garden and look at all the poor souls that's been infected with this COVID-19 as a result of that irresponsible. Our top leaders of the world, our top leaders of the world, we're sitting in that audience. And, and and what message are we sending when we are sending a message to not only to our kids and to our allies and, and the people around the world? And look at the American leadership. Look how re irresponsible they are. And it's just like, to me, it, 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 it's a lethal weapon. This COVID-19 is a lethal weapon, in my opinion. I don't understand how we could view it any other way other than the fact that irresponsible behavior is absolutely making people sick. And over 200,000 Americans has died as a result of this COVID-19 virus. Also remember uh, a tweet that uh, President, uh, uh, President Trump uh, tweeted when he left, I got some of the best therapies, I, I got some of the best doctors, I got some of the best treatments, and I am 20 years younger than I was. But you know what, Mr. President? Not everybody has the ability ability to get all the re have all the resources that you do, and the insult that you send to those people that has passed as a result of your lack of leadership and your continuing to lack of act like a dictator is unbelievable. As I continue to talk about what's what we're faced with today in our country, you can tell. My veins are popping out. My face is turning red because I am just angry. I am angry at the irresponsibility. I am angry when I heard just a few minutes ago that President Trump said to his, his uh, Secretary of Trade, we're not going to negotiate any longer for a stimulus package. We're going to let business continue to fall apart. We're going to stop. We're not going to talk to the Democrats. We're not going to do anything until after the election. But Mitch McConnell, your 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 direction, your direction is to do everything you possibly can to get 
my next Supreme Court nominee confirmed in less than 28 days prior to the election. How can we call this leadership, ladies and gentlemen? How can we call this integrity? How? I don't see how we can. And then to the fact of truth seeking. You saw him get off Marine One last night. He walks up those stairs. He goes up to this balcony. He stands there. He adjusts and he deliberately removes his mask. He stands and he starts saluting like someone sitting on top of a mountain and expecting his subjects to bow to his will. It's not the America that I know. And it's not, not the America that we deserve. We got an individual that is a reality star that got elected to the highest land in the country. He doesn't know what it's like to sacrifice. He doesn't know what it's like to be hungry. He has no compassion. He has no empathy. It's all about him. Don't you get that? Don't you see that? I have said many times that a lot of the policies that the Republicans support, I agree with. You've also heard me say, when Joe Biden is elected and takes the oath of office in January of 2021, please, please, Mr. President Joe Biden, do not throw away every policy that has Trump's name on it, even though I understand the urge to do so. We have this great initiative that was created in December 2017. And I'm not talking about the tax cuts for the rich, the 1%. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about this wonderful initiative called Qualified Opportunity Zones, Qualified Opportunity Funds, with a great purpose and mission to make economic development in over 8,700 uh, zones in the United States, where 35 million Americans reside, where we can help make people's life better, where we can take capital gains that are sitting on the sidelines and invest in areas that will make a social impact more than we can even imagine right now. I believe in that initiative. I believe we can do more. Our infrastructure in the United States is falling apart. There's not a better, better initiative that we could roll out than is to approve a transportation and new infrastructure bill. All of these things are so important to our way of life. All these things are so important to putting people back to work. When you're out of work, when you're hungry, 
You do desperate things. When you wake up in the morning and you don't know how you're going to put food on the table for your family as a provider, it starts eating away at your core. It starts eating away at your self-esteem. The mental health aspects of this COVID-19, unemployment, job loss, the president of the United States absolutely mocking and making fun of our great American heroes, our veterans. The president making fun and mocking our first responders, our other great heroes of America. Our president of the United States telling so many untruths that we know that our adversaries are smiling, just hoping that we can continue to erode our America that has been so great for so many years. Yes, we have many, many, many opportunities is what I choose to use in America. We got opportunities to, as I say in my book and uh, principle number six, tolerance, inequality, respect, rights for everyone, truth, being able to love whoever you want to love, being able to marry whoever you want to marry, being able to have a clear vision for our nation and for your family and for yourself. As we continue to count down, count down to November the 3rd, and as we watch the devastation that's occurring in the White House, can you believe that our White House is pretty much a ghost, a ghost house right now? With all of the infection, and at the same time, not showing respect for this deadly virus. Then we have to, we have to guess as to the health of our president. It's, I'm, I made no, no bones about it. I do not respect our current president, but he is our president. We deserve to know the truth. His irrational behavior when he decided to go out on a joy ride just to feed his own ego and to put so many people in harm's way is irresponsible. It's irresponsible. The Secret Service is there to protect the president. The Secret Service should not 
should not have to think that the person that they would step in front of a bullet for would be the individual that's putting them in harm's way because his irresponsible behavior and wants to go on a joyride because he is bored. He is bored. As a business leader, as a father, as a husband, I cannot fathom. I cannot fathom how I could even begin deliberately to put so many people in harm's way. This COVID-19 has been devastated in so many ways. It's been devastated, devastating from uh, the employers. For our companies that I have the pleasure to lead, we're constantly talking about uh, COVID protocol, making sure that we are doing everything that we possibly can to provide a safe working environment for our employees. We were one of the first companies to come out with the policy prior to the first approval from Congress on the CARES Act that said we will give our employees up to 80 hours and we pay for it. That was before. That's how much we care, my staff, myself, our board, our shareholders, cares about our employees and what we do. To see the president standing on that balcony last evening just infuriated me. Infuriated me to no end standing there like a dictator saluting. If he's going to salute as a uh, as a army ex army officer and a soldier, learn how to salute properly. And to totally disrespect the journalists that are trying to do the best they can to get to the truth. And I'm not saying all the media is after that or has that mission. I'm not. But I think the majority of do. For the president not to be forthcoming about his health during that time that he was in the uh, Walter Reed, one of the best medical facilities in the world, in my opinion. He was actually put in America in harm's way and creating a security risk for the United States because of his ego because of his ego. Ladies and gentlemen, except we have 28 days, 28 days. I hope, I hope every American exercises your right to vote. And I hope you do send a message that we cannot continue to put the great country that we love in jeopardy.
we cannot we cannot withstand another four years of Donald J. Trump. We cannot It'd be devastating. It would be devastating to have him for another four years. There's a couple of the things in the book. As I reflect, as you can, and I hope everybody that's uh, tuning in live this evening and that's uh, maybe watching the replay at some other time. Thank you. I hope you can understand and uh, my passion and my concern and the love that I have for our country. I woke up, I think it was about 2.30 this morning, couldn't sleep, got up, came down to my office, started working, looking at the work, and uh, we, we have a very important project that we're doing, happens to be in the Opportunity Zone in one of our properties in Salinas, California. Such a great, great, great project, going to create so many so many jobs and it's in the food industry supply chain and the reason i bring that up is to say telling the truth getting up every day to try to make someone's life a little bit better than it was yesterday is a big deal And as I started, I picked up the book early this morning and I started scanning through and I, I just ended on page, I, I think I started looking at the ground rules that I decided to put into the book. And I started off with the truth matters. I just kept coming over and over and over this morning, about 3.30 in the morning, the truth matters. And as I was looking at uh, my head in a spreadsheet, doing some analysis, thinking about the scientific principles that matter, and one of the things that I was analyzing was uh, climate and environment, what we could do in our new, new development to limit our footprint as best we could all the different options are available in technology through science. Science, which our current president does not believe in, obviously. Then I also turn to the section that says that politicians often lie, and that just hurt my heart. To think that is the norm in our current political system in the United States. I saw an advertisement for Senator Harris and it's, it's in some words that I use. And in those words are, we're better than this. I've used that for years and I was pleased to hear her say that and I agree with her. We are better than this, America. Propaganda was exactly what you were seeing on that balcony last night. As President Trump stood there in all of his glory getting this photograph taken, getting a video prepared, propaganda. I am the strong man. I beat COVID. Don't be afraid of COVID. Don't let COVID control your life. That's a strong man approach. 
That's what you would see from some of the worst dictators in the world. It's not us. It's not us, ladies and gentlemen. Regardless of what your policy, our policy difference is, we have got to say enough is enough. Yes, we're going to have policy differences, as I said. We can sit down, we can negotiate those. But we got to have ethics. We got to have values. And we must have leaders to lead by example and out front. I want to thank you for allowing me this time to share with you my concerns and, and the love for the country. And I certainly want to thank our guests that were having some technical difficulties. I, I was looking forward to our interview this evening. Maybe we'll have an opportunity at another time. And I want to thank you, the viewers, that give me an opportunity and for the, all the feedback that I get from you. I want to say, God bless, be safe, and we'll be back 6.30 Eastern next Tuesday. Until then, good night. Thank you for your participation and interest in Healing America with Dr. Jim White. To stay in touch with Jim, go to www.healingamericawithdrjimwhite.com.